This is T.M. Camp, and you're listening to the podcast edition of my novel, Assam and Darjeeling. Book One, Exiles, Chapter Five. The girl stood in front of the sign, trying to sound out the letters. What's it say? She asked her brother, giving up. Where are we? An ambulance raced by, wailing the answer to her question. She looked at him. Okay, so where do we go now? Her brother, looking genuinely frightened for the first time that day, said, We go in. Inside, the hospital was a maze of hallways and rooms swarming with activity, the people no more than streaks and blurs in the air around them. The boy moved among them, unseen, with his little sister following close behind. He walked with his head half-cocked, eyes closed, listening. Eventually, they found their way to a small room and went in. The girl looked around critically at the uncomfortable-looking chairs, the stacks of old magazines, the television muttering to itself in the corner. Now what? Her brother shushed her finger to his lips. They weren't alone in the room. A tall, pale figure wandered slowly around the floor, little more than a blur. What is that? Her brother watched it intently for a few moments, then closed his eyes. Listen. I can't hear anything. That's because you're not listening, he told her. Can't you see him? Who? He opened his eyes and looked at her. There were tears in his eyes. It's Dad. She stared hard at the blurry shape pacing the floor, looking for something, anything familiar that she could recognize. His eyes, his dark hair speckled with silver and gray, his smile. Nothing. Just another blur in the air. The television let out a squawk of horrible electronic music, shifting to a new program involving some kind of audience that applauded and laughed at, apparently, nothing. The blurry figure groaned at the sound. She knew him immediately then. Faint as the voice was, it was her father's. He slumped into one of the chairs. A low sound filled the air in the room. This was her father, her daddy, sitting with his face in his hands. She couldn't see him clearly, but she knew him. He threw his head back and stared at the ceiling, his mouth moving soundlessly. She went to her brother and pulled at his hand. He was crying. What's he saying? He's praying, he told her. He's praying for Mom and for us. Daddy? She sat down next to him, tried to lay her hand on his arm. The figure did not move, did not react. Can he see us? I don't think so. She leaned in close to the figure and spoke. Daddy, we're right here. We're okay. The blurry form of their father gave no sign that he had heard. Why can't he hear me? Her brother sat down next to her. I don't know. 
Together they watched the pale form of their father pray and weep over them. After a long while, their father rose as someone else came into the room, another blurred figure wrapped in a wide band of soft white. The girl guessed that it was a doctor, the white coat. It's the doctor, her brother whispered to her. Yeah, thanks, she nodded. What's he saying? The two figures stood, one murmuring quietly, the other one hanging his head. What's he saying? There was an accident, a bad one, he trailed off. Okay, so we know that part already. The boy shook his head, listening. I don't know, they're talking about... I can't tell for sure what he's saying. The girl gasped. Was that my name? She clutched at her brother's arm. Did the doctor just say my name? Yes, yes he did. Now be quiet and let me listen. He cocked his head to one side, staring at the wall above the television, trying to make some sense out of the murmuring pale sounds from the doctor. He says you're a fighter. She nodded. She knew this already. Letters about it came home from school once every few weeks. Their father blurted out a stream of mumbled nonsense. What'd he say? She asked. What did Dad say? They're talking about... Her brother waited, listened. They're talking about Mom. After a while, the room fell silent. The doctor stood, waiting and worthless while their father hung his head. Is he... The girl stopped and swallowed. Is he crying? Her brother nodded. Why? He closed his eyes and dropped his head, an unconscious imitation, a reflection of his father's grief. It's mom. His voice was so quiet she could barely hear him. She's in a coma. What's that mean? She's asleep. She's been hurt very bad and and now she won't wake up. She can't wake up. Why not? I don't know, he said. They don't know. They have to wait. For what? To see if she can wake up on her own. His sister did not say how stupid she thought that was. At least, she did not say it out loud. What's he saying now? He's saying... It's too soon to tell. What does that mean? He looked at her. It means exactly what you think it means. Their father raised his head, his voice strong, or at least stronger than before. He wants to see us, her brother translated. I know, the girl said. I heard him that time. The doctor led their father out of the waiting area. After a moment, his son and daughter followed.
You've been listening to Assam and Darjeeling, written and performed by T.M. Camp. A new chapter from the book is available each week, free to download at the iTunes Store. To find out more about Assam and Darjeeling, to read my weblog, or to send me your questions and feedback, visit my website at www.tmcamp.com. I hope to hear from you. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you soon. This podcast was written, performed, and produced by T.M. Camp and may not be copied, distributed, transcribed, or otherwise reproduced without his express written permission. Failure to comply is a violation of international copyright law and will slowly chip away at your soul bit by bit over the years until there is nothing left but a pile of pale pink shards that might once have been, long ago, something beautiful. And then, what will you do with yourself? Unless otherwise noted, all contents of this production are copyright 2007. T.M. Camp. All rights reserved. So there. <laughs>